0: We. Are. I. Good morning, fellow Canadians. What a proud weekend to be Canadian. Having simultaneous protests all across Canada under the, the Freedom Movement, Freedom Worldwide, Freedom 2022. You know, we are going to do this. We're going to change the narrative in the world. Now, on top of that, from BC, from Prince George, you have, or is it Prince George? Prince Rupert. You have the Trucking Convoy, so hashtag Trucker Convoy 2022, which is trending across all platforms right now, every platform. You had that leave yesterday, and it left Delta at 7 a.m. It got into Calgary around 11 p.m., what looks like anyway, from the the updates that I've seen because I'm a part of the group chat of hashtag Trucker Convoy 2022. And it's great to see the outpouring of support. You see Canadians come together. You see that Canadians do not want to be divided. We do not. Not every single one of those people out there is a conservative. Not every single one of those people asking for Trudeau's resignation is a conservative. They're not a racist or a misogynist or an extremist. There's mothers with their kids out there. There's, you know, Men with their buddies, there's entire families, you know, like there's from six to 60 and older, to younger, because I've seen them both flooding the overpasses on Highway One, leaving to go out of town. And you see it all through BC and Alberta. And at 11 p.m., when they roll in, they showed video of how many hundreds and hundreds of people have stood outside waiting for this convoy to come. So I tweeted Aaron O'Toole, and I tweeted Justin Trudeau, and I said to them, there has never been a time in Canadian history where politicians have rolled into a city at 11 p.m. at night and people have stood outside cheering for them. Never. Never. There has never been and there never will be. Because that's not what Canadians like. Canadians are grassroots. Canadians are blue collar. Canadians are united. Canadians want to support each other. The same reason why this trucker convoy 2022 has raised almost $3 million in less than two weeks to be able to support these truckers. How they believe they can have up to 75,000 trucks going to Ottawa. How Justin Trudeau just announced that he's not even going to be in Ottawa when they get there. How they have announced that since the Ottawa and Ontario police forces will not support Justin Trudeau, he called in the military, hoping that they will support him. But we have a chance right now for everybody to be able to make a change, no matter what it is. You talk to one person about it, you post about it one time, and you show support for this movement because this is a revolution happening in Canada right underneath your nose. And if you can't see it, you must be blind. And if you think that this is a bunch of conspiracy theorists on my reels from yesterday, you can scroll onto my main feed page and you can see a post that I posted from the UN, a former judge from Croatia, standing in the UN, telling how there has never been more of a violation of the of the human rights across the world since Nazi Germany. He stood in the UN in Geneva, Switzerland, and said this. It's there. It's a minute and a half. You can take the time out to be able to watch it. On top of that, and this is the whole point of today's podcast, on top of that, I know a lot of people, they're not going to spend the time. I love spending the time because I love seeing Canadians be Canadian, and I love when people push back against... The fucking bullshit powers to be that are absolutely stomping on our civil rights. This is from the MP of Oshawa, a conservative MP, who's a sitting MP right now. Not even a hopeful to want to be in the position, holds the position, a man I believe to be in his 60s. He posted this on his Twitter and on his website. Let me read. A touch long... But here's what I'm doing in response to the Prime Minister's ongoing effort to demonize some Canadians. I'm not a scientist, and I'm aware that every constituent has hidden his or her own biases. But I believe that the vast majority of Oshawa's residents are open-minded, fair, thoughtful, and fully capable of engaging in debate and open dialogue. It's not enough for people particularly parliamentarians and elected leaders, to simply dismiss the views of those individuals who may, for whatever reason, be vaccine-hesitant or have chosen to remain unvaccinated, just as we would not dismiss the views of our family and friends who are fully vaccinated. The vast majority of those who may be hesitant, even a year after the mass immunization campaign was launched, are not conspiracy theorists or so-called anti-vaxxers. Many have legitimate, thoughtful, genuine concerns about their health, their bodies, or their well-being of themselves, their children, or their families. In all candor, the vast majority of Oshawa constituents who have called, written, or sent online messages to me over the past three weeks are double or triple vaccinated. Without prompting, they flatly told me so. Increasingly fully vaccinated constituents have grown more alarmed, worried, and resentful about the tone and nature of recent comments made by the Prime Minister and some of the Minister's officials, particularly the clear effort to divide Canadians with name-calling, demonization, and overly harsh, off-base characterizations of our unvaccinated families and friends. And I agree with you. For many fully vaccinated constituents, the idea of a vax tax, akin to the recent Quebec proposal, or a government mandate compulsory vaccination scheme crosses a line. Against the backdrop of the Prime Minister's recent characterizations of the unvaccinated as misogynists and racists who don't believe in science or progress are unhelpful and plainly offensive. As his statement that this leads us, as a leader and as a country, to make a choice. Do we tolerate these people? Even the reference to these people taking up space is hurtful, over-the-top, and patently offensive. It's tantamount to inciting hatred against an identifiable group of individuals, which, by the way, is a punishable offense under Section 319 Of Canada's Criminal Code. No one should be discriminated against or suffers threats, abuse, ridicule, or hate to their freedom of choice. That's why earlier this week, at the urging of both vaccinated and unvaccinated Oshawa constituents who've grown uneasy with these statements, I wrote to the Commissioner of the RCMP. I've raised the matter of the PM's comments in relation to Canada's criminal code? Given that he's refused to clarify, take back, or apologize for the comments he made in a resurfaced video from the Quebec-based television program, Les Siem des Julie, his comments on this program and others made in recent weeks have drawn widespread condemnation, created fear among many Canadians, and earned firm reb- rebukes from numerous commentators across the political spectrum. Moreover, the Prime Minister's comments have left many Canadians fearing for their safety, their jobs, and their well-being. Some are afraid to go out in public. Others are fearful of reprisals or being subject to ridicule or hate in the public space. Or even among their friends and family, the Prime Minister's egregious statements were, many believe made with expressed aim of promoting hate against an identifiable group of citizens and specifically against individuals who, for whatever reason, remain unvaccinated. On behalf of my constituents and those Canadians who are angered and saddened by the Prime Minister's hateful language and demonization efforts, I have urged the Commissioner of our National Police Force to uphold the law and the Charter of Rights and Freedoms and to investigate the Prime Minister for using his position to bully, coerce, punish, and demonize a subset of Canadians. I'd like to expand and extend my thanks and best wishes to every constituent who has reached out to me over the past few weeks by telephone, online, or in person. I look forward to respe- receiving a response from the Commissioner in the near future, and will be pleased to share any updates as they become available. Hashtag, Oshawa Strong, hashtag unity, not division. Now, if that doesn't bring goosebumps and chills to you, you are a dead human being. This is an MP, a member of parliament in Canada. So I researched the last time in Canada that an MP has contacted the commissioner of the RCMP and asked them to bring criminal charges against a sitting prime minister and charges that specifically lay the groundwork for hate crimes in Canada that are not only punishable by law in Canada, but then he would have a direct trial and be held accountable in the UN for crimes against humanity. Think about that for a minute. Think about that. If you can find something, let me know. Because I didn't find a thing. So when you go about your day today, no matter what corner of this earth you are from, no matter where you are, whether you be in Brazil or Costa Rica or Germany or France or the UK or India, the United States or Canada, all the countries that have people who listen to this podcast, no matter where you are, This is the real truth.